Holy cow. It is November. November 5th, 2021. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the first live. No, this is not the live. I'm reading an old uh, script. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> well, Notice I'm that. not on there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is what happens when you have two very, very busy weeks and you try to cut corners. Uh, anyways, <laughs> welcome to another broadcast of PT Podcast brought to you by Crossroads Community Church. I'm your host, PT, with my podcasting partners, the bald beauty, Steve Howard. What's up, Steve? What's up, y'all? Todd, the Irishman Bergen. What's up, Todd? I'm down with it. It's cold outside. I, like I love it. it. I love it. I love, I love it. the I like weather. It. I love the weather. I walked out last night and I actually had a phone conversation in one of the rocking chairs on the back porch and it was beautiful. It was just mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-mm. No. Awesome. Yes. It's a little too cold for that. No. Nah. No, I could sleep out there. We were out of the football game and it got pretty chilly. You aren't you from Washington, Todd? Yeah, I love cold. Don't, yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. I'm yeah, fixing to go camping. All right. Hey, did we have anybody else in this room today? <laughs> oh, there's somebody else that joined us today. Well, I'll get there. I, I, I want to I give credit where credit is due. I just, you waited until the music stops so you can like, get that emphasis on Yeah, her. aren't you from Washington? So this is yeah, like I'm old. Washington. But you pointed at her like, I'm siding with her. But you love cold weather. I know you do. No, I do love cold weather. Yeah, cold yeah. weather. He's about to go camping in it, so that's I do. great. Yeah, I mean... T-shirt and shorts. Let's bring it on. Well, why, why even do that? I mean, You're find insane. the find the nudist colony and just go well, out there. I, yeah, I the would, cold. They're not in Texas. <laughs> Thank I, God. Hey, I, okay, I, I'm not lying. When I first saw Hideaway, I actually, <laughs> I actually thought that was a nudist colony. It is. <laughs> I used to live there. We got out because they got tired of us. <laughs> that was Todd. All right, anyways. Ooh. I'm just glad it wasn't Was Todd running down the road. <laughs> yeah, Steve. Steve, come run with me in Steve? hideaway. Oh, you can't wear any clothes, though. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, also, we have author, youth pastor extraordinaire, Joanna Grace Yay. Boyles. Good morning. Jo- afternoon. Anna. Whenever you're listening to this. And she's, a, and she's an educator. Yes. Yes. And, and she's a mother. Yes. <laughs> what else? I don't know, man. She's got too many hats. I'm I am messing up children one day at a time. Amen. <laughs> Amen. She's picking every opportunity she can. <laughs> Just like our government. Okay. Oh. 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 For the win, by the way. For the win. That was nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna pride myself. Just for a second. That's good. That's good. There you go. There you go. All right. So before we get we're, we're gonna first first of all, last week was fun. We gave out two hundred dollars um in gift cards. We're not doing that again this week. Next week, maybe. No. No, no, no. No. No, because yeah. unlike once was enough. Thanks. Because Unlike our government, I don't steal your money, so we have to wait till we accrue enough finances to be able to pull those things off. But folks, we need you to donate so that we can give more money away. Please donate (laughs) to the cause. Give us money so we can give it away. Thank you. Yeah. If you're a business out there and you're listening and you would like to help us out, you can give us gift cards for your business. We'll give those away happily. Okay. Or you know, by golly, we'll just wait till we accrue a mass and we'll give we'll we'll give those things out. Christmas time. That that should be a good time to do it. Yeah. 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 Maybe maybe our maybe we'll do. I don't think we'll do a live on Christmas. No. No, we're just too busy. We no. can't it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. I do not have one free weekend in December. I, don't I mean, what? not one. Me neither. They're I, I, all I don't have a free insane. weekend ever, any weekend, yeah. ever. Well, yeah, Gig Master. I mm-hmm. bet you don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gig Master and Gig Pastor. Yeah. yeah. You'd be like, Scotty, you, you 
Pastor. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, we're today before we get into our, we're digressing again. By the way, mm-hmm. yep. I, I'm looking forward to hearing you again. No more. Well, you're hearing games. me now, Steve. What's no, going I'm on? I'm talking <laughs> about your band. Your what band? Is, yes. I have a band. Yes. Steve. It's called the Letch Band. I'm going to change the name. I'm going to change it to Steve. We know that you didn't say that. Somebody Steve? else said that anyways. So, uh, yeah, we're, it, I, we, we had, we've been having really good shows. It's just, it's been a, a crazy, crazy couple of weeks Yes. and then getting into the busy season. It just gets even uh, more crazy. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, we got the live nativity that's coming up December 9th through the 11th or through the 12th. I'm looking me. forward to that. I'm going to come to that. I, I need, I need volunteers to work that. I need actors to um, be in the live nativity. Oh, I need, wow. I need actors to hang on a cross for three hours. Mm-hmm. I need an uh, angel. I to, thought we had, well, we do have, we have a Jesus. We have a one. We have one. We need somebody to stand in front of the rock. Yeah, we need somebody to stand in front of the, the grave. Um, Jesus is going to get cold if it's, <laughs> Jesus well, gonna he, get real cold. <laughs> yeah, he gonna, <laughs> and them Jesus sandals, you bet. No, yeah, he ain't gonna be wearing no sandals, man. He gonna be wearing underwear. How do you think we're gonna cloth. sell tickets to this thing, man? We gotta oh. Oh. put some oh, hot body Jesus yeah, up there, man. Put somebody with some muscles on there. Do y'all have any buff dudes? Yeah, we got we got somebody that's gonna be up there. Um, but it, it's all right. We we got it all figured out. It's just a matter of getting the people to man the. And then to top that off, we got Mobile Santa in the in the in the thing. We're trying to trying to make it conducive to COVID, you know, because people right. are a little freaked out mm-hmm. still. And people, are, they're, they're hearing all these reports about Europe being, you know, um, uh, another another variant or whatever. Yeah. Um, really? Spurt. Yeah. Uh, just, there's always something. There's always something. There's man. a list of variants I can show you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it came out in 2017. Yeah, which is yeah. funny. Which yeah. I saw a new bug. Huh? <laughs> I saw a new bug in Texas I didn't recognize. Mm-hmm. You did. Yeah, it was a variant. <laughs> it was a variant. <laughs> I thought it was a dung beetle. Dude, have you have seen, seen those the variants of the wasps? <laughs> yes. But have you, they're I, all over the place. It's so ridiculous. I was, I was at a gig the other night by a pool, and there was like this beagle. I mean, I'm not kidding. It was it was at least an inch and a half, two inches long ant. Ooh. And it was yeah. black and red. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what those yeah, are. Yeah, no, Those no, are no. those like cow, cow killers. Cow killers or yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, dude. Those things are... I, I was like, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I love nature, but I, I wasn't going to love on that one very long. Mm-hmm. I, I stepped mm-hmm. the snot out of That's that. It's big thing. enough to pet. <clears throat> it had fur. <laughs> I think little. it's in the wasp family. It just don't have no wings. It had fur. It oh. had fur. Yeah. Yeah, it, it has was, like a furry yeah, back. It's, those are scary. And if you ever try to stomp on them, they're hard to kill. They don't like to die. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. No, no, not not fun. Not fun. All right. Well, we're going to do a a a game today. Another game of Would You Rather. How many are you you guys excited? You, you no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's gonna be fun. So here we go. Would you rather? Yeah. Come on down. Before we get into this deep, deep subject, we're going to get into Would You Rather. And today I did it a little bit different because I thought I prepared you a little too well last time we did Would You Rather. So I liked the, it better that way. Yeah, well, well of course you did. For all of us slow mm. thinkers. Yeah. <laughs> Methodical. Okay, I, I can understand that from some people, but you guys do not qualify as slow thinkers. See, your host is a slow thinker, yeah, especially Whatever. this time in the morning. You are very fast. All right, thinker. so pick a number between one and five. We're going to start with Steve. Oh, no. Yes, one, Steve. One and five. Okay, one and five. Steve? Hold on, let me pray. Lord Jesus, let me make the right decision. <laughs> okay, oh, my gotcha. goodness. Go ahead, pick <laughs> it. Well, number one through five. One through five? 
Yeah, that's uh, where you got to pick a number between, between one and five. And five. Seven. You can seven. Again, we we say there are Ooh. some that get the slow thinker oh, thing. But <laughs> I say we give him an award. It's gonna be a long podcast. Uh, <laughs> which one, dude? One through five. Uh, four. Four. No, I wouldn't have done. One, that. two, three, four. Would you rather see Oprah or Arnold Schwarzenegger as the next U.S. president? Oh, that's easy. Ooh. Oh, God. Definitely not Oprah. <laughs> but um, I don't know about Schwarzenegger. I think you might be a little racist there, buddy. Ooh. Steve? I am not uh, racist. I just. <laughs> that's because he's white, bald, and beauty. Yeah, no, he's not bald. <laughs> well, maybe. Oh, well, the, I yeah. got Yes, Steve? Oprah. Steve is. Oprah would fit perfect. She would give everybody a car. A car? You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. Either that or you get someone underneath your chair. No, I would choose Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Oprah or Schwarzenegger? Schwarzenegger, but I thought it would be fun to say about getting a car. All right. So, (laughs) yeah, but I think you're right. I think Oprah. She always puts stuff under her seats. Yeah. You know, you're sitting in the row. Look underneath your chair. Look underneath you and people. Oh, there's a million dollars underneath my butt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, not really. Theoretically, that was the most disturbing comment I think I've ever heard. So, really, with this group, really, literally, right there. Oh my gosh, I didn't pull it out of my butt, it was out underneath my seat where my butt sits. Let's get the story right. (laughs) We've got to start doing video with this. Oh my gosh, Lord have mercy. All right, we need to get off that topic real quick. We're going to be in politics, but I thought that one was fitting for today. Very nice. And uh, Schwarzenegger, well, he he doesn't have Trump money, but he has money. And he he calls himself a Republican. I don't think that's true. He's a... No, he's kind of a Republican. A Republican? Yeah. (laughs) Did you say Republican? (laughs) He's kind of... He's a Democrat. Yeah. He's He's more Republican than than Democrat, I think. Well, either way. He does not like Trump. Okay. He does not like him. He can't be president, by the way, because he wasn't born in America. So there oh, you go. Oh, well, there you go. He's out. Yep. All right. Here's the next one, you guys. Uh, picking number born two. in Africa? Well, you can't hug the mic like that because you're <laughs> distorting. Beep. But um, well, Oprah it was not that now. That was a little racist, Steve. Good grief. We're going to get in trouble for Steve? that. Good yeah. night. Not today. <laughs> All right. Pick a number between one and four. Two. Two. One. Two. Would you rather... Mm-mm. Blow your nose with sandpaper or use bubble wrap instead of toilet paper. Oh, yeah, easy. Ew. <laughs> what does that have to do with politics? Ew. Right, th- this is what you rather, man. This isn't about politics. Would you rather blow your nose with sandpaper or use bubble wrap instead of toilet paper? Um, I'm going to have to blow my nose with sandpaper. Ouch. Yeah. I think I actually think I, bubble wrap would get the job done. I, I, it, it would. I don't want to test that theory. But um, here's the deal, okay? It doesn't what? flush well. I'm just well, saying. No, it doesn't flush well. <laughs> you you what what if your finger pops a bottle? Well, you wouldn't. How do you, you know? Because I, I know that it's tough on the exterior. It has to be in order to protect no. the stuff. Yeah. Not always. I'm Sometimes telling you. Sometimes you get those weak bubbles because they're made in China. Weak bubbles? Yeah. We, are, we are way <laughs> off on the racist thing it's today. Still, oh, no, no, no. It's still thicker than that one China. I mean, it's sitting in the container anyway, so we'll never get here, so we don't have to worry about it. I can't hear anything. You what? Mm. You can't. He's hear having a hard time hearing for some reason. I don't know why. There is that better. Oh my goodness! All right, so there. Now, now you can hear. I can hear way too much now. <laughs> All right, so oh, Lord. But anyways, Whoa. back to your sandpaper. So you yeah, want to blow your nose with sandpaper? I don't, I don't deal with poo. I've I've changed yeah. the diapers of too many babies. I'm I'm done dealing with poo. I hate I'm, to tell you I'm this, good. but it gets worse as you get older. <laughs> yeah. 
You go to Yay, Depends. something to look forward to. That's right. Todd would know. That's right. Steve? Steve? I don't know anything about that. Nope. <laughs> it's coming. It's bad when, yeah, it, it, when you hear this from the bathroom. Ah! That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> or it's just a long. <laughs> all right, all right. Are we are definitely digressing. Biden. Good grief. <laughs> but it, but it, but it, but but it, but it, if you if you if you go to Chick Fil A, we can get a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. That's not, that, that, that sounds oh like a great, 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 great. I didn't, oh didn't, my didn't, gosh! Yeah. Oh, just saying. all right. Pick a number between one and three, Todd. One and three. Yeah, well, I always go for the top. So let's go for three. All right. Would you rather? Be handcuffed to the most annoying person you know for 24 hours or go camping with someone who likes you, but you don't like back. Mm. Oh, well, I would have to say going camping with someone who likes you, but you don't like back. Mm -hmm. I know why, too, Mm. because you'd leave them out in the wilderness. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go for a hike. Let's go for a hike. How about a swim? That's right. Oh, hey, look at the edge. We're going to call him Todd Laundry. That's right. Oh, too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Yep, 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 yep. At least I wasn't racially profiling or prejudiced. I didn't do that either. Made in China and then the whole born in Africa thing. I was just pointing out the obvious. I know. I understand. I understand. And it's the PT podcast. You know, the cool thing about sandpaper, I was just thinking about this. Oh, no. It just came to me. Sandpaper, you can flip over. It's soft on the other side. There you go. It is not soft on the other side. I know from experience. It's softer. It's softer. It wouldn't be like a 60 grid on your nose. It'd be like paper. As long I'd as even it's use sandpaper. Paid. I'd even use sandpaper. That to wipe wasn't my your comment, dude. That I wasn't know. your card, bro. Yeah, I know, I just, but I, I, just I was just thinking. I'm telling you, man. Well, nothing. I'm, nothing says mine was too easy. I mean, I would just bury somebody out in the uh, wilderness. <laughs> I mean, oh my goodness! Like I said, that's why you want to borrow Todd. our equipment all the time. Okay, I got it now. Todd Laundry, got it. Oh Todd okay. Laundry, got to get it on there. Yeah. No. All right. Uh, I'm gonna pick one. Here we go. Oh, you and, gonna do one? And it. Well, he has to. Yeah. No, I have two here, but. No, I know, but you have to pick one. Well, I'll, okay, you guys can tell me which one here. No, no, I've seen, seen them both. Between one, I seen you've them. seen them both. You've already prepared. You, I haven't. I know. I, I, I haven't. You looked at all. Pick, of them. pick one. Give me the deck. So we're gonna make it fun <laughs> for. <you. laughs> this is perfect. I love this one. All right. Would you rather give up sex for a year or your cell phone for a year? Oh my Ooh, lord, that's oh. a tough decision. Mine's definitely cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> It's not your question, Steve. Care? Steve? I use somebody else's cell phone. Oh my. Okay, that's a good point. I'll, yeah, I'll definitely definitely give it up myself. There, you got my answer. Give me those cards. Give me the, give me the other card too, Steve. Steve just wanted to answer that for himself because he knows Lorraine is listening. That's why. Oh my gosh. We asked her earlier though, and she said the opposite. Yeah, she said she'd give up sex right here. She needs her cell phone. I give up her phone. She's like, no. Are you kidding me? I can't get on Facebook. No way. Was it? Steve's like, bless his heart. Is it giving up good sex for a year? Well, listen, we're not going to talk about that. We're not in February right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we can't talk about that. I'm not mentally prepared to hear this from any of you. Okay. Hey, but what was your answer? I said I'd give up my cell phone. You'd give up your cell phone? Absolutely. I would you really? Yeah, and steal my sons. All right. (laughs) There you go. There you go. There's always loopholes in that one. Now we we've had five cards, but there's only four people, so that means one card was not answered. That's right. 
Let's read that card. No. Do it. No, no, we do don't it. have enough time, man. We got plenty of time. No, because we have people that need to go after, in a little bit. So we got We're plenty fine. of time. All right. Have would you rather? Yes. Have your most embarrassing photos posted on Facebook, Oof. or accidentally fall in public and the video go, go viral? I would rather fall in public and have the video. Go yeah, viral. I want everybody to know who I am. I have fallen in public. <laughs> I mean, it didn't go viral, but I have definitely fallen my, big time in public. My pants have fallen in public. Oh my goodness! <gasps> your pants have fallen. Yeah, oh, I, but that was in my first. That was in the first podcast. Remember? Oh. Yeah, mm. I I had gotten some jeans, and they were a little too big, and I had forgotten my belt, and we drove up to Nashville for a beauty control conference thing. Mm -hmm. And I was going out, we, we went and bought a belt mm -hmm. and I needed to go out and get it and put it on. And so I went to, it was in the trunk and I went around and I was holding my pants the whole time because I knew if, as soon as I let go, it was going to, you know, going down. cause I have no butt. It just, there's no, I have the same problem. And so uh, I get to the trunk and I'm, we're in this big parking lot. I don't hear anybody and nobody's out there. And so I, I like, okay, so I, I reach in the trunk and I bend over. As soon as I do, my <laughs> pants drop to my ankles, Oops. dude. And I hear these girls behind Tackling. me. They're like, they're, they're, <laughs> and they're not unattractive. They're three pretty attractive girls and they're just cackling, just laughing and having like, <laughs> so oh, great. Crud. I'm just glad they didn't have cell phones going click, 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 click. Yeah, they might have. They I don't might know. Have. But, you know yeah. that. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm so viral, glad they like didn't have didn't see it. cell phones like they do today when I was a teenager. <sighs> like, there's yeah. just. So I did much too many evidence. Yeah. 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 All right. So let's get into our subject matter today. This is a hot topic for me. Um, and all month long will probably be, well, I say all month long. The first two weeks of this month is going to be dedicated to political conversation. And I, when I say political conversation, this might not reflect your views. Um, not everybody at this table has a Republican sentiment or Democrat sentiment or Libertarian or Green or whatever bent you think you might hear in us. We, we're kind of freaks when it comes to those kinds of things, but there is certain subjects that we want to um, delve into, uh, especially what we're about to delve into today, um, because I think it's misunderstood and I think it's abused, um, and it has been abused um, by 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 emperors and by uh, dictators to manipulate scripture to make it sound like they were in place by God. So we're going to talk about this. This is the, the title of this podcast, obviously, is Politics in Light of Romans 13, 1 Peter 2. So we're going to read Romans 13, 1, all the way through to, I think, about 7. So let's, let's read it. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Now, if we stop there, then every authority that has ever been has been in place by God. Mm. Okay. But that's that's only if you stop there. It's the danger of taking one verse verse yes, out yes. of context. Okay, two yeah. verse two. Therefore, whoever resists authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. Now, again, we 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 if we stop there, we're mm -hmm. saying okay, every authority is in place by God. If you resist them, then you're wrong, and you're going to get judged. Okay, yeah. but look what verse three says: For rulers are not a terror to good conduct but to bad. Mm -hmm. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. For he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, 
one must be in subjection not only to avoid God's wrath, but also the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for the authorities are ministers of God attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them, taxes whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, and honor to whom honor is owed. Okay, so reading that whole entire thing, what are rulers caused for? <clears throat> what are they caused for? For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. That's what verse 3 says. For rulers are not causing fear to people who are conducting themselves in good behavior, but to bad behavior. Now that that is a stipulation. That is a yeah. mm-hmm. that is a you know a qualifying statement. Authorities, rulers that are good rulers, are ones that are causing you to fear for bad behavior, not yes. good behavior. Uh, I've I've known, and we have read about certain rulers that are caused for you know, supporting bad behavior. Mm-hmm. Okay. So obviously if you're reading Romans 13 to face value, if you want to get confused about it, just stop with the first two verses. If, but if you want to qualify what he's talking about, you need to read the rest of the chapter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's get first Peter two. It's the same kind of subject. Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. You, you notice that qualifying statement there? Yes. Governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and praise to those who do good. Yes. For this is the will of God that by doing good, you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover up for evil, but as living servants of God. Mm-hmm. Honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the emperor. Yes. Okay. So that one's a little more clear. Well, I think mm-hmm. they're both clear if you just read it. Most people... That's a little more clear. Most people, when they look at Romans 13... Well, no, I, I mean, why, why would you say that Romans 13 isn't clear? I don't know. It's just a little bit more confusing, convoluted a little bit. It, it spells it out better in Peter, Agreed. I believe. So we're talking personal preference. I, I, I think that Paul is speaking to uh, people who are being governed by a rough emperor... Yes. And there are things that are caused for good behavior, and there are things that are caused for bad behavior. Yeah. And so there's not always a black and white scenario. Yeah. Sometimes things that look gray, and in fact, the very next chapter in Romans deals with those gray areas. Yeah. Where one person believes they can eat meat and sacrifice to idols, another person thinks he can only eat vegetables only. Yeah. So Paul is, is literally having a conversation here and trying to delve into the fact, okay, well, listen, let every person be subject to the governing authorities. That's a good rule, general rule to follow in generalization. Mm-hmm. But he also has to qualify what he's saying. Yes. If rulers are a terror to good conduct, but not to bad, then should we be submitting to those things? And that's what we need to talk about today. Yeah, I know. So do you... I mean, I've heard this scripture a lot with people um, who have claimed that every institution that has been put, and there's a certain certain doctrine, a certain theology that really likes to utilize this as saying, well, you've got to subject yourself to every form of government because every form of government is what God has put in place. And then they say, well, that's literally what he says in Romans 13. That's not what he's saying in Romans 13. That's not what he's saying at all. He's saying that if they're a leader that's caused for fear for bad behavior, then that's that's who you subject yourself to. It's a qualifying statement. It's something that if you're not abiding by that, you don't get 
you don't get the honor. You don't you don't get the honor of subjection. I'm not subjecting myself to a ruler that's ruling wrongly. Okay. Now, can any of you name somebody that has ruled wrongly in the last hundred years? Do you want them in alphabetical order or numerical <laughs> order? <laughs> well, let's list. Let's pick the obvious one. The one everybody likes to say is Hitler. That's right, Hitler. Mm-hmm. Hitler. Right. So let me ask you a question. Do you think that I'm going against God by revolting against Hitler? No. No. Should I have done exactly what Hitler told me to do? No. Okay. No. I agree. But there are people out there that don't agree with that sentiment. Wow. There are people that say that God put Hitler in place to judge Germany. And that you have to do what Hitler's telling you to do because that. That is what God put in place. Then listen, these are the same. These are the same. Well, then he judged the Jews. Those are God's people. So how does that statement work out? No, well, he judged the Jews all the time. I know. But he didn't like the blondes. <laughs> so <laughs> let me ask, do, do we align ourselves with the Philistines because God's judging Israel? No. Okay. Well, that's the, that's the question then. Mm-hmm. So when he says, all right, for let every person be subject to governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. If I just stop there, you're right. Everybody can quote that and go, well, that's what God's saying. Every, every ruler that's in place is only because God instituted them. But if he goes on three to seven and qualifies what he's saying. He's saying, listen, mm-hmm. if they're putting rules down for people for for cause to, to fear for their bad behavior then yes. that is something like okay i i believe that our officers have laws that are beneficial and benevolent to culture and when people break those laws including myself i mean when i'm going 180,000 miles an hour on the left hand lane okay <laughs> that I, happens <laughs> daily not with not wow, with, that's fast lord have mercy i was you were in the car with me man what are you talking about oh, anyway so oh, nice uh no okay so we were walking you know if, if we're driving down that road and we get caught by yeah 120 whatever anyways we're not doing semantics or splitting hairs at all what i'm talking about is there are cops there <laughs> that are there to enforce things that are safety for yes and i think that that is a, an authority that we need to subject ourselves to it's just like yes. with the lines on the interstate those are benevolent things we take them for granted but those are good right. ben- benevolent things that are happening yeah. we need to subject ourselves to those things but when it's not cause for terror on bad behavior now i guess that's what we need to talk about because yeah what 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 do you what do you think do you think that we need to submit to every human institution just because God put that into place. Or, or you got to ask yourself, did God really put that in place? Hmm. No. No. <laughs> yeah. Because isn't this? Yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> no. I don't know. Okay, that's a good question because I think sometimes he, al- I mean, he allows that. You know, do you do you do you believe that we have the leadership now that we deserve? No, I didn't no. vote for him, but that's okay. No, just saying. Well, I mean, if you base it on our um, moral standards at this moment, then you probably could say yes. Hmm? I, I'm, I'm as, a, as a nation. I'm a little different here. I think that we find ourselves in the conditions that we 
are in right now because we have the choices we've made. Yeah, that's right. I think we have the leaders that we deserve. For those of everybody that's out there that is griping about Trump, don't act like you haven't. You you didn't deserve a leader like that. And don't the people that have that voted for Biden or even the people that didn't vote for Biden, we have swallowed and. And the stupid pill. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we, we, we have allowed things yeah. even in our own. We've allowed yeah. things even in our own home and governed our own home in those ways. And then our our attitude is definitely, can you know, that we have the leadership that we deserve with the if, if we want relative uh, truth, if we want um, no absolutes at all. Then you get those kinds. We get AOCs. You get mm-hmm. you know these yeah. these these people that I don't even know where these ideas come from. Uh, I just know that we, we've got we've got the leadership that we have allowed over the course of years, and it, it wasn't just now. The, these things didn't happen just yesterday. They evolved. Yeah. They, well, mm-hmm. I, I would say that whether it be evolved or whether it be. I think we've just yeah we've accepted things I and think accepted the plan lies was put in place mm-hmm. a long time ago. And it just just it's just they've been working mm-hmm. their plan. Well, I, I I think we have the leadership that we deserved in seventeen seventy six. Yeah, if we hadn't had Did that, you we see wouldn't that of have. His shirt? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. If we mm-hmm. wouldn't have a nation if it wasn't had, didn't have that leadership. Well, I agree, but even with their if if they were not willing to revolt against leadership that was bad. Mm-hmm. Then they would have consistently stayed under that and tyranny that was with that king. Yeah, so, and if you just read the first part of that, then they would be out of, you know, they wouldn't be following what they're supposed to do. But those, that government was not causing. They wanted freedom from that uh, oppression. Well, yes, and and if they did not revolt, they weren't going to have it. That's right. But the 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 fact that they stood up for what they believed was right. And they revolted against leadership that was corrupt and was mm-hmm. doing things that now everybody says that the only issue that they had was the taxation without representation. That is not that true. That is not true. No. No, there's a lot of things that were happening with that revolutionary mm-hmm. war, the reasons for those things. But um, I would say that today there are things that we accept because of these. Um, we have we have literal pastors out there that are teaching that we just need to keep our mouths shut. And let leadership do what they're doing and submit to every form of leadership. Oh, my goodness. Mm-mm. That's why we were where we're at. Well, yeah. 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 Is there... Okay, now, but there is... And that's that leads to another question then. Okay, so we, we talked about last week about our weapons... Or uh, not weapons, but our battle is not against what? Mm-hmm. Flesh and blood. Flesh and blood. blood yeah. But against what? Powers and principalities. Well, right, darkness. but what's the, what's the whole... What's that whole scripture? That we went over last yeah, week. Yeah, that we went over last week. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I'll tell no you right now. I just deleted don't. all that stuff. Oh, well, I had oh. I had it on my iPad. I can pull up. it up. Here we go. For we wrestle not against flesh sense. and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual or forces of evil in the heavenly places. So the battle is what the battle is spiritual. We know that the battle is spiritual. Yeah. Does this politics play into that? Yes. Do you think that the politics that we're seeing today is part of that? spiritual forces of evil and thrown yes. in high places. Yes. Oh, there's definitely some demons in there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But what's great about what's going on is I believe the corruption is being exposed. Like it's, you can see it. It was all behind the scenes and then it's coming to light. So that's a good thing in a way. So we can see what mm-hmm. the enemy is doing now. 
doesn't the enemy they're just not disguise they're not uh, they're not behind the scenes anymore well, of course they're a lot more bolder what, what were you saying todd i said doesn't that just leave the enemy to put it in a different disguise could be could be i mean you're right it is all coming out mm-hmm. i agree 100 percent. there's a lot more people that are waking up i would say mm-hmm. right but it's that coming that, great awakening yeah I think we want to be awake instead of woke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm on disturbed. I, I think disturbed. I think that we're only seeing the tip of the iceberg. The things that 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 we see right now are are things that they anticipated us seeing. Yeah. And then they they they've already there's other things that we we have no idea about. But that's that's, that's true. neither here nor there. But more and more is coming to light. My yeah, that, absolutely. But because they meant it to. Because they want us to watch this hand while the other hand does something mm-hmm. else. Could be. I think it's a play of division. I think that. Well, there's yeah, that that's too. You know, to I think sure. I think the fact that okay, I'm going to let this information get out so that this will battle this, and so it, these problems will take care of themselves. They'll they'll be so focused on each other that they won't Notice they won't going on. they mm-hmm. won't they won't fight the battles that need to be fought. They'll fight each other. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? Yep. I'm just yes. glad that I we do are see now that for sure. Having we, yes. we now have aliens. That's good. Aliens. Well, aliens are—they're coming across the borders all the time. Yeah. That's true too. Well, what are you—what are you talking about? What aliens? Yeah, they're flying and they're everywhere. <laughs> Dude, that's a whole other podcast, bro. Well, We're talking about politics. Said, yeah, but that's what you know. I mean, look—the politics. Everything's coming out. Everything's coming out now. You can get all kinds of stuff now. And yeah. you, now you now now it's okay to talk about aliens. Yeah, you can talk about anything now. Well, mm-hmm. Not anything. It doesn't even have to make any sense because most of it don't. It doesn't. I agree, hundred percent. Well, the real question is, how should we fight the battles? Because, that is a good question. Because if we're if revol- revolting and revolution is upon us, which I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about that. But I am saying that there is a right and a wrong way to revolt, and I think that our battle shouldn't be against flesh and blood. So, yeah. if that's the case, then what? How are we? If we know that. If we think that a leader is corrupt or we think that there are laws that are corrupt or what, how does that play out? How should we conduct ourselves or how does, how do people that claim to be Christ followers mm. conduct themselves to bring glory and honor to his name while still standing up against leadership that appears to be or is corrupt in that, what, what we're defining as corrupt? How does that happen? How, what, what do we do? We bear up arms and start shooting people. Is that no, what we do? No, pray. that's not what no, happens. I think we have pray. to. We have to act in love. Yeah. Yes. But we have to, prayer. We have to. But we also have to act. Act too. Yes. I mean, we can't. I mean, we don't want to go shoot anybody. You know that. No, not to that extent. But we need to. We we need to do this according to what we are allowed to do within the structure of our government. To, we have. The opportunity to uh, petition, to go before them, to to express our um, displeasement, dis- mm-hmm. displeasure, yeah. mm-hmm. displeasure in our freedoms being taken away from us, and saying, "Hey, no, this is not what is written. You're taking away what we have uh, been given through our uh, constitution." Well, we had a voting system, but that our, didn't go very well. <laughs> Yeah. that we think that's corrupt we got crazy. a corrupt voting system we, that's for we sure. don't know sure nobody do. knows yeah. everybody yeah. has a everybody has this yeah. this, this idea Whatever, that damn. well everybody does this <laughs> and it's arbitrary we know <laughs> i 
<laughs> Nobody could give me physical proof. Oh, yeah. It came out the other day. No, it did not. Yeah, there's some some places came out like 100% for Biden. And a governor race? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Probably. Yeah, they were, they were running. Mickey Mouse voted 827,000 times. He did. Okay. He did. All right. Pretty amazing. Again, I say we're not battling flesh and blood. I don't think that if we can't take some and then take not not take others. If we're saying that mainstream media is corrupt, which I think we've been saying for a long yes. time, mm-hmm. then why would I take that report over another report? Because it it quantifies what I feel about things, and that's selective well, hearing. I'm all for me going down and counting all the ballots. I'm fine with that. It's going to take a while. Yeah. But I'm okay with that. And I'll give you guys, I'll give you the truth. I will give you the truth. I promise. Well, yeah, I do believe that there there are plenty of people out there who are in the journalistic world who are truly seeking truth. Yes. Sure. There There are are plenty of them out there. Now, Mm -hmm. they are being silenced. They are being attacked on every front. But, you know, there are plenty of journalistic people out there who are exposing truth amen see it's easy for 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 me to hiding the truth it's easy for us to go okay this is how we fought our battles we're just going to pray and we're going to go to church and we're going to do our thing but i'm i'm talking like relevancy wise because this is this is encroaching on what we are well i think it's great that these parents are going toward for going to the boards and doing their part exercising their right to vote yeah yes their right to tell them hey we don't want our kids to be taught this and stuff that's going to ruin their minds but everybody mm-hmm. has to work together mess, because yeah. like the school systems i mean unless everybody decides that okay look i'm tired of the way this this school is doing things yeah. i'm going to pull my kid out but everybody yeah. says i'm mm-hmm. going to pull my kid out yeah but the realistic side of the world is you got too many parents that are out there working yeah they, they don't have time do to stay home with their kid mm-hmm. and they, yeah and they've, so they, they've and, given their the authority to the that. school system and the yeah. schools mm-hmm. know that because that's their and the government knows that yes yes they do yeah yes well, again, we're. But as far as the authorities and dealing with Romans 13, we're hitting all around it. Yeah, but what I'm saying is. Go ahead, Tim. Help us hit it. Get in there. Well, I don't want to get in there. I'm Bullseye asking it. I'm asking the questions. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying if if we know. First of all, how do we decide who to trust? That's a good question. That's you got to pray. Discernment, pray right? Pray. I mean, that's, that's yeah. discernment, listening to the Holy Spirit, praying about it. Okay, you Seeking you out to the in ones, the Word what the Word says. Yeah, the ones that go on. Uh, their their morals and their standards line up with the word as much as possible. That's right. Mm-hmm. The Thank ones you. that are closest to that, um, and you know. So, do right you think our constitutional rights are the rights that are granted to us by God? No. Do you think that those are the things that we should be standing up for? I think that I think that's all we can stand up for. I disagree. I firmly disagree with that. Why? Why? Well, because I think that my right to bear arms does not trump my my right to love. I, I think that I, I wouldn't fight for my right to bear arms. But it, the Constitution If your right to bear you. arms is to protect your family, that's called love. That's a that's that's true love. statement. Yes. It's a very true statement. But yes. I, I'm not sure if you know, I understand where you're coming from. Well, I'm saying, saying that, that there are the things in the Constitution really. that affords me, like, like freedom of speech. I don't need a government's approval to talk. Yeah. I don't need no, my government's true. approval to, to, to bear a, an armed weapon. But there are certain things that are more important than others. And the prioritization of my rights, quote unquote, um, as 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 defined by the Constitution, that is not biblical. That that piece of paper is not a biblical text. Right. It isn't from it the man-made. Lord. It was a man-made document that was to be living, 
and was to go with the times. It, that's that's why they said this is a living document. It can be altered by this and this and this and this. So as time has gone on, they have redefined stuff just like man has done over and over and over again. If our foundation is built on the rights and the premises of a constitution, then mm-hmm. it's as flaky and as, um, as any document that any government has had in the past. I disagree. You think that that is a uh, a rock solid document? It's not the Bible, but it is a foundation, and it is a good foundation. Evidently, that, yeah. It, it prove it by our conduct. Look at America and tell me that that Constitution has guided us in all of our decision making processes. All their decision processes has been trying to do their very best to get rid of what that what that foundation Constitution represents: your freedom. What what my what my stance on this is freedom freedom is a construct of of a community that says you are free giving you permission to do these things but what is freedom really is it what the constitution defines as freedom because even that would be a limiting thing the constitution is a guide to the uh, to uh, where you have the foundation for freedom. And I believe that it was orchestrated. It's not the Bible, but I believe it was orchestrated by God. I do believe that. I believe he created, because this constitution has lasted longer than any other constitution from any other That's not country. true. Yet, who, what other constitutions? Alexander the Great, Rome. Rome was around longer than America no, has been. Constitution, they are always changing theirs. Ours has lasted longer, and they're trying to get there where they can change it. Okay, that's I'm, what their 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 objective is to change the constitution to take more of our rights away to make us where we're less I agree, free. but they have continually altered the the document over the course of they've years. added amendments, but they have not altered the 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 um the rights that we have to bear arms, and those are the ones they're going after: bear arms and the rights to tell people uh, that that rights to where we will not be able to worship. That that's where the that's where that first amendment comes in. I mean, that first right comes in. You know, you, the one that you said you don't care about. That's one you should care about because that means you cannot be a pastor. No, no, no. Let's let's you be have clear. To go underground. But let's be clear and be careful and be like the other countries. because you, you're 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 making a house that's built on a man-made document. What I'm saying is, I don't need their permission to do it. Okay, so you. We'll, okay, let's so go back by to your, law, let's go back if to they take question. away your rights, go back to your original question. Go ahead. Yeah, go back to your original question. You asked me. You asked if First Amendment. Well, no, he asked if the First Amendment's not even about. Yeah, for, I said right to bear arms in the first part. You said yeah, but first you were saying what's too. the first question? You you asked your first question was about the constitutional rights, right? And whether it's you said is it God's made, and I said no. That's right. And then you said, well, well, let's go back, because I'm a little lost on the, what your love comment, when you were talking about love, mm-hmm. you think that that is... I think that should guide the principles of what we're standing up for as the priorities. So if I'm fighting for a gun because I want to shoot people to come on my property, or I, I think that there's other things that take precedent. I don't want to say it's not important. I'm saying that there are other things that take precedent to that, especially if my battle's not against flesh and blood. And I think there's a lot of patriots that think that, think that patriotism is the same thing as holiness, and it's not. And a lot of times, patriotism is not governed by love. 
And so if you're not dictating your foundations built on the premise of love, the Constitution needed to be built on love if it was going to be godly at all. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that the rights aren't important. I'm saying the Constitution is not our foundation. Jesus is our foundation. And if anybody has the argument to that, then they need to go back and read the Bible. Yeah, Jesus is our foundation, of course. But the rights were were created and, and written down so that we don't have government overreach to take over. That's the whole purpose of what those rights are. are I, there. So I we, think that that's part that's of the what problem. They call we are the we the people. We're because we're putting faith what, in government. I think we that we allow faith in government. I, if well, you obviously do. No, that's what that's what that document is for. That so document is government. That document is part that of government. Document is so the government cannot take over us. That's what that document's there for. Okay. Any other takers on this conversation? I know, Joanna, you're kind of quiet on this. She, I mean, she, she warned me ahead of time. She's like, I don't get into politics on this yeah. stuff. The heck you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard you around the campfire. What are you talking about? <laughs> Anyways. I think that the Constitution was a starting point. But I feel like with any with anything written down, with any rules made, Somebody's going to try to find a loophole. Sure, mm-hmm. it's called a lawyer. They do that in the Bible. <laughs> exactly. I know. I mean, Every day at church, yeah. you know, yeah. ten commandments, and somebody's going to try to go around the the ten commandments. And so, the Constitution is great. It's a great starting point. But if we if we base our actions solely on what is written down on a piece of paper, and not on guidance from the Holy Spirit then we are in the wrong no matter what's written on that piece of paper. That's true. Does that make sense? Yes, there there is true. a, we are either governed by the Lord or we're governed by government. And yeah. if the constitution is our guiding principles and we think that that's from the Lord, you have to question yourself. I, I, again, I say, I, I don't have a problem with the constitution as written. I don't have a problem with the rights that it governs. I don't, I don't have a problem with those things, Yeah, but it's not my end all. Are in the, in that's what I'm the saying. Word of if, God, of course. If I'm operating out of fear because I'm afraid that the government is going to take away the rights that are given to me by the Constitution, then I don't really know what my rights are to begin with. That's what I'm saying. The government doesn't define my rights as a, a citizen of heaven. It doesn't govern my they rights as a person. They define your right. rights, in, but they can op- take your rights away. No, they cannot. Any operation out well, of fear is he's, bad. He's, he's, I mean, when he says take the, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt okay. you, John. When he says take the rights away, he's only thinking about a piece of paper and what's on that piece of that's paper. Right. That's right. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You're coming. So you're coming they can this, make coming. laws, and, and they, I mean, that their desire is to to do the, do so is where you cannot meet here at the church anymore, and you can't preach, and you can't I know that they can and, make a law that says that, yeah. but that does not mean that I'm governed that by that. if you do that, you are breaking the law. I think that's probably one of the most healthy things that can happen. Hey, did you get a shot yet? Huh? Did you get a shot yet? No. Mm. Why not? What are you talking about? Don't you want to get the COVID shot? No. Why not? Why not? Because I don't. Tim knows where I'm going it. with this. I absolutely know where he's going with this. Well, they put it on a joke. piece of paper. You have to go by that. It's yeah, it's obviously government. It's you have to go and do that. That's government overreach. They're trying to take our freedom away to to to, to make our own choice. But they've 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 put they've deemed it constitutional. They ain't deemed it constitutional. It's unconstitutional. Well, That's by by who sued. by your opinion. So the point I'm trying to make, Steve, is that, as you said, they could say we couldn't have church. 
But we could rebel against it just like everything yeah, else. Yeah, you can in the rebel, but then I mean, I'm saying that and document was there so you so that you're covered and and they can't overreach and take that away. Evidently, you have to rebel. Evidently, they do. Let me ask there. you this: Do you wear your seatbelt when you drive? Yeah. Why? Because I don't like that. Ding ding. ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, but didn't some authority? There's, there's the truth for <laughs> you, buddy. That's the truth. <laughs> Well, I can show you how to get rid of that. I can help you out with that. But anyways, <laughs> the fact is, it's a law, right? It is a law, yes. Okay. Why? Just to protect you. I mean, I, I don't... It protects you from what? From going out of your windshield. Other idiots. There's a benevolent law. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Sometimes, though, law. sometimes, though, it beheads you. Yeah, you, you could be in a seatbelt. I watched a guy, so I came across a guy who died. He was going, we were going down the pass and it was icy and he went racing by me and I was like, man, that guy's an idiot. And I got two turns and next thing you know, his car was upside down. Uh Oh yeah. And he was in the other lane (gasps) and I was like, holy crap. I came flying out of my car and next thing you know, I went to grab my belt or grab my knife and then I did this no sooner than there was a guy with a first responder. And he grabbed my hand. I was going to cut the seatbelt and let him go because he was hanging upside down. Mm-hmm. He was already dead, but I was told not to do that because it might break his back. I thought that guy's got worse problems than breaking back I right now. I was going to say, he's he yeah. dead. Yeah, he gone. But oh again, we're saying it's the seatbelt law. I get it. But yeah, sorry, got off track. Just to keep you from ejecting out of their cars. Either way, what I'm talking about is there are... Your rights are not defined by a piece of paper that a government constructs. And, and if they we, do it all the time. But if we're picking our battles based on that construct, instead of the battles that Lord says are priority, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that there's a lot of people out there that are fighting a battle that was never meant to be fought by us. Mm-hmm. We, we, weren't, we weren't. Now, evidently, you don't, you're not so hearing you're me saying say. We were never meant to fight our battle to have our nation. I'm not supposed to fight for the Constitution. No, I'm not supposed to fight for a nation. My nation is not built here. Well, Rome, our is as a heaven. Yes, I, I agree. Pa- Paul was a citizen of Rome. Yeah. How many political things did he fight? Tell me. Well, he was obviously fighting some in Romans 13 because he's talking about the Senegal, wasn't he? No, he wasn't. He was saying be subjected to the ones that are cause for good behavior. Subject yourselves to those. The ones that are cause for fear for bad behavior. Subject yourselves to those. But when they are not. Yeah. Now, that's the one that's place that he did not. I really wish he would prison when he did the ones that. Do you think he was afraid of prison? No, he was not afraid of prison. Do you no. think he was out there saying, you know what? You need to change the law to make it to where I can preach anywhere I want so that I can go to prison. Do you think he was out there doing that? No. No. You know why? Because, because he didn't care about what they said. Okay. I understand that. But if he had that law in place, wouldn't he want that law to remain where he could? I mean, I, I, I don't know why he wouldn't. I think that that's the entitlement that we have as a culture of America. We believe that because it was written in the Constitution that we're entitled to those rights. And I would say one of the worst things that have ever happened to the church as a whole is when we became... Don't people do that with the Bible? Legitimized. Absolutely. But there is, there's a construct that's worth building on. And there's a, a construct of, of prioritization of love, which is built on the foundation, like we said, 
and I've said this I don't know how many times, the law of the Lord is perfect regarding the soul. They're descriptions of reality. They're not just arbitrarily put out there to say, here, here's what you've got. This is what you've got, and you can stand on this right. And if anybody infringes on that, you need to shoot them. Okay, And that's the difference between fighting a battle that is patriotism versus fighting a battle that the way the Lord asks you to. If I have a construct of paper that I think supersedes the right to, you know, my, 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 my law to love, and that brings me to a place to where I would rather shoot you than have my right infringed upon. And those are the those are the statements that I'm hearing a lot of from a side of patriotism that says, you start inflicting on my rights, then I'm going to shoot your butt. And I think that is absolutely abhorrent, especially anybody that wears the name of Christ in the name of a Second Amendment because you think it's on a piece of paper. You're willing to take a life because of that. I just think that there's a prioritization, and I think you're fighting your battles wrong. That's just my opinion, and I'm I'm okay with being wrong on that. But revolution for Christians should look like this. When they told them they could not preach, they didn't go and fight the government and say, because I think it's a it is an absolute waste of time to try to convince somebody in government who's already making laws that say you cannot do something, to try to convince them that they're wrong about the laws that they're doing. I'm not governed by your laws. Tell me that I can't preach. Then watch me go preach. Put me in jail. Then when I get out of jail, guess what I'm going to do? While I'm in jail, guess what I'm going to do? You know why? Because I'm not governed or dictated by your stinking laws. I understand that. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that... But if you have a law in place that allows you to have that right... Why not continue to fight for that right? Because that law is not my government. That's not your government. But if it's there, but why it's not? Why, why do you want to just let it let it go away? If you have that freedom, why not fight to keep that freedom instead of just let them take that away from they you? They didn't take it away from me. They can take the, okay, all right, take that ability, that freedom away from you as in the law of what they what require. is what is freedom dude do you think i need permission from the government to do the things that god's called me to do no you do not need the so even if they the make government. so if they make a law that says i can't do it are they taking my freedom away they're taking your the law the they're making a law to take the freedom away but yet you can still rebel against that law but you're now going to be rebelling against the law and you can do that but why put yourself there if you have the right to Stand up and keep that from happening. Why? Why not? If you can, I mean, if you have the right to make a, to make a change, uh, to make a difference, why not? Why not fight for that right instead of being on? Why the, Why not fight for the permission to do what God's already told me to do? Is what you're telling me? No, I'm not saying. I'm saying. Okay, tell me. Is there anything in that document that is against the word of God? Well, no, but okay. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that the Constitution is against the the, the, the Word of God. Okay. I, and and I and I don't know where you're headed with that. What I'm, I'm saying, just saying. I'm just saying that um, we have we, we we are Americans and we have we have processes and we have ways that we can petition and and at least you know fight the way we should not the way you know. We don't want to take up arms and shoot the people that you know try to do anything. If they, if they, if somebody tries to take over your family, you're going to take care of them. That's your love, right? That's that's where the love thing comes from. Well, if they take away your your way to protect your family, your arms, then then uh, you're going to have to use another way to protect your family. 
Because okay. if they take away your, your arms, it's easier for the government to come in and take over and overreach. And they that's where, if you have love for your family and you have the opportunity to uh, to fight for that, why not? Again, what am I fighting and, for? And you're not you're not talking fighting fist fighting. You're no, talking, talking you're talking about fighting correctly with yes. the right sources that you have available. So what is fighting correctly? Um, fighting within the, the constraints of the law of what you're allowed to do. The system. The, the man's law. Yeah. The one that you have already deemed as corrupt. Well, it's you there okay. There, like you said, there are authorities that are put in for good behavior, good behavior, and fear for bad. So behavior. those laws that are, are the put ones in you subject to, the ones that are there for good behavior, right? And for you use those ones that they have there that are set for you to fight for your right for them to take. Uh, so those same, those same, those same people that are governing like that are the same use people their, that are, you could use their same system. So you're following their law to get your. To get to fight for what you your right is. Pay to all what is owed to them. Yeah. You taxes still, to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, and honor to whom honor is owed. And the same thing in First Peter two, where it says live yeah. live as people who are free. Yeah. But not using your freedom as a cover up for for evil. That's what I'm saying. But living as servants of God. Yes. Okay. But that, that's what I'm saying. I, when does my battle become political? It is. When should I be fighting for rights as an American versus living for the Lord and doing everything I can to reach out to people in love with the gospel? Okay. What's my directive when it comes to my rights? When does it tell me in the Bible that I should be fighting for my rights? Okay. Well, then, then this way. If you decide not to do anything at all, then you have that right to do that, and you can't complain because you didn't do anything. But you're taking that out of logical context. I'm not I'm, saying I'm don't saying, do anything at all. I'm we saying we should do our part. You know, if we if we have an ability to, to do whatever we can, that do, is a very that is a very subjective opinion, though. What is our part? And are you? Am I? Am I going to be dictated by a document that was constructed by men that tells me what I have permission to do or what I don't have permission to do, and let that govern me as far as what the Lord has told me to do? Ultimately, we're going to let the Bible govern us. When, if that's the truth. Yes. Okay, so when those things are in conflict, and that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, we're not talking about the things that are obviously okay in the Bible. If those mm-hmm. things match, then of course we're going to subject ourselves to that. Yes. So my, my problem is, I, I don't know the difference in what you're, what you're saying. I don't know where you're going with that. I hear you saying we need to fight for our rights as Americans to keep those freedoms in place. And I'm telling you, that document didn't give me the freedom to begin with. Jesus did. Yes. So why do I need to fight against human constructs to do that which God already gave me the rights to do to begin with? You don't have to, Tim. I want to. I <laughs> oh, want to do my part. But that's what my this is my question. If we're going to fight well, I mean, if we're I, going to I revolt want... well, and our battle's not against flesh and blood. Yeah, we need to fight on our knees as well. I agree. It, don't don't you think that it might be somewhat of a waste of time to try to fight a political war that they're already that don't you think that that's a distraction? Mm, nope. No. Okay, help me. I well, think if we don't do nothing, then we can't say we we say we. I didn't say do nothing. My my kids have to grow up in this world. Yeah, so if me getting I, out and voting 
against laws that can hurt them hurt in the future, them. then yes, I'm going to stand up. If I have to... I'm not talking about know, voting. I'm talking about well, yeah, going out rights, and that's rallying right. a political motivated war to try to change a law that enables me to do something that God has already told me to do to begin with. I didn't say we had to go to a war. Well, political war is what I said. I didn't say a war. I said political war, where I'm going to Congress and battling a Congress that we already know is corrupt to do the things that God's already told me to do to begin with. Voting is something that I can do peacefully. It's something that I can pray about. It's something that I can be guided on. Yeah. And hopefully well, that, it, it's not a corrupt system. Saying, yeah, that's what you're talking I'm about. Saying, do, when your, you, do, do your within part. Yeah. The part. Within the confines of what you can do legally without causing harm to anybody, but what you can do legally to protest, um, you know, by voting, uh, by calling your congressman, by... Um, Whatever, whatever you can do, if, if, you, if it's your kids and you don't want them to uh, start hating people, go to the board, do you do that part? We have to start where we can start. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, with Quitman, I mean, I don't Yeah, see we don't issue. have those problems yeah. at, at this moment. But there's a lot of people that but, do. Yeah. Okay. And if I was in that situation, I would definitely we have a culture. To, we have a culture in the Bible where we're looking at it. We know where they're coming from. They're they're governed not by a constitution, by an emperor who's arbitrary. They can, at any given moment, can change the law and make it illegal to do anything that he says he it's illegal yeah. to do. Okay, so my, my question is, it, it isn't if the constitution bad, because I don't believe the constitution is bad. I, I, and, and it's not that the rights in it are bad. I don't believe those things are bad. I don't think that, I, I, but my... My hackles don't rise when people start infringing on those particular rights. My hackles rise when they begin to infringe on, when they come in and they start killing people because they're gathering for worship. And you're telling me that the Constitution is the thing that protects us from that. But I'm telling you that in this, in the Bible, when, they're, when they have these situations arise because that happened all the time they'd come in and kill families or they come in and grab you and put you on a cross and light the way it's like they didn't fear that they didn't no, fear they the didn't human fear institution it. and they weren't out there rallying a million man march to go to emperor nero and yeah. to convince emperor nero to change his law no do you know what they did they prayed they prayed and then they did what the lord told them to do yeah and for some reason I think we've gotten this opinion that that's not enough. That trusting the Lord and and fighting that way where we're living strategically for the Lord, if he tells us to do something, we, yeah. we do it. I'm not saying the Constitution is bad. That's not what I'm saying. And for some reason, you guys, you, I don't know if you heard that or, no. or, or why you're so defensive on a Second Amendment right as far as, because if, if I have a gun... First of all, my, my purpose is not ever to kill anybody. I don't want to hurt anybody. No, and I'll protect. put that on. It's to, well, even in protection mode, I, I trust the Lord to protect and to yeah. do the things that he needs to do. I don't need a gun to protect. Don't fear what man can do to you. Fear what the Lord can do to you. Yeah. That's what Jesus told his disciples. He told Peter to drop his sword before he goes out. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying the guns are bad. I'm just saying there are battles to be fought. And I think sometimes we don't keep the main thing the main thing. I think sometimes we make our battle the American battle instead of fighting for the Lord. 
and our focus gets bad. And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying we've got to be careful that we don't fight battles that are purposely distracting from what God's calling us to do. Yeah. That's what I'm, the Constitution's great, wonderful. I'm, I live in it. I, I'm a citizen of, of America. Yes. I, I live under the protection of the gun. And I, and I, I too, get a little anxious when people start infringing on those rights. But yes. my rights are not governed by or dictated by that Constitution. And I'm not fearful when they start to take those things out. You know why? Because I've made a decision yeah, to live for Jesus, no not for America. Fearful. I agree. Yeah, I don't think anybody's fearful. I don't think anybody's arguing with you on that. Well, no. okay. Yeah. If if we're talking about politics and we say that we need to do our part to fight that battle, is that a battle worth fighting? Yes. Why? Quantify that Wait, which battle? Because we care. We love our children. Our children are the ones that have to pay for the decisions the, made yes. now. Yes. Okay. Love, Tim. Yes, but what I'm saying is that Christ, the Lord, God, gave us those rights. Yeah. America cannot take those rights away, even if they write a law about it. I, I understand. That so why to, why fight I a law? I understand that the government cannot take us take away our freedoms that Jesus Christ gave to us. That's right. You can't. They cannot do That's that. That's right. No matter if they write a law or not. No, they cannot do that. I agree. I agree with that. Okay, so my my question is, then why would I fight that battle in the name of my kids when it's theirs, whether or not the government says it's theirs or not? Because we, we still love our, and we don't want our kids to be messed up. We want... It's coming. The persecution's I, coming. Those know, people are I going know. to persecute our kids, and I, I honestly think the church was a lot stronger when they were under persecution than when they were they accepted. They usually are. I agree. I agree. Yeah, we got lazy. Well, I, I wonder why that is. We started fighting for political things instead yeah. of fighting for the Lord. That is my whole entire point of this podcast. Yeah. Is to, okay, do we subject ourselves to every form of government? Absolutely not. No. And if I'm fighting a war on their terms utilizing the way that they say to fight that war instead of doing it the way the Lord tells me to, yeah. then I'm telling you, I'm saying we're wasting time. I'm saying that the urgency obviously is there. I'm more, I'm more concerned about my kids living under the entitlements that I have lived under than doing what the Lord has asked me to do. No. That to me, choosing God is the most loving thing. Even if it means yes. that they don't have the rights that I had growing up, maybe yeah. they didn't need them. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying that if for some reason America goes off the way of the dodo, which I don't, I don't think that's happening anytime soon. But getting I'll there. fight. I don't know. We're getting, we're getting I'll there. Fight. They are getting, we're getting there. I'll getting fight there. for <laughs> the things that I believe are. They're wanting to teach our kids this dodo stuff. Without that's what we don't want. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Well, that's well, not what, I mean, how do we combat that? Using. <laughs> Well, it's start, right. starting at home first is educating yeah, we our have to kids. Start home first. Yes. Educating yeah. our kids yes. first. Yes. Why do I need to mandate my government to do the things that I was supposed to do by God telling me to do at the them. home? I agree with you totally. But they have our kids for when Who we, gave them that right? Okay, when we give them the right to have our kids and they they have a lot more hours of their life than we can get sometimes because we have uh they they get more time with them. And well, who so, gave them that right? We did. Okay, I'm just saying. But we can still, if they're going to teach our kids for that long, we still have the right to tell them, no, you don't need to teach my kids that, and I we can still teach them at home. But 
because uh, that's what our, our job is as parents to do. But you don't realize how I mean, you could still teach at home, but they have a. I'll give you an example. Start, especially you start them in. I'll give you an example. So young as they're starting them to screw up their heads. I, I 100%, 100% understand what you're saying, but I'm, I'm going to give you an example. I was in a, a men's meeting and we were all around talking about things that we should be praying about. And he spoke up and he said, I think we need to be praying and getting together a, a group of us to go to Congress and get prayer back in school. That'd be great. Why? Why do I need the school to mandate everybody else that's in that school to pray the prayer that I say needs to be prayed? Why can't I teach that at home? And I said, this is the the challenge that I have for that. If you're doing what God's told you to do at home, and you're being committed to be the parent that God's called you to be, you don't need the government to mandate those things because they're going to be doing it anyways. I don't know that people were thinking it's it's, you need to mandate that at school, but you need to you need to have an influence. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. not like it is now where they're saying, "Don't stand for the flag, don't pray, don't do this." Yeah, Yeah. I mean, how many teachers want to pray over their kids, but can't and can't? Yeah, and so it's It's a different battle there. It's not that. Well, you they say you you can't. They can. No, they, they say they, you can. They they, if you punished. do, you get fired. You get fired. You lose your job. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying just because it's difficult doesn't mean it's not right. Just because they take away my job, it's like what the what you were talking about the vaccine. Yeah. Well, they take my take away my job. Well, I'm not going to get the vaccine. Well, why? Well, because I don't think it's right. I, I think that's government overreach. Well, I don't think. Tell them, the teacher, that they can't pray over the kid. Well, the teacher has the option. They still have the freedom to do what they want to do. Now, whether or not the government supports that or not is is irrelevant. If they believe that that's the right thing to do and God has told them to do it, that's the the construct that I'm talking about. If we are allowing that, that subjugation, for cause for good behavior is what we're talking about. Praise for good behavior. Yeah. And that teacher prays over that student and she gets fired because she prayed over that student. Was that a healthy sacrifice? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. But I don't need the government to undergird or support my decision to do that. I don't need them. They can. And I will support politicians that try to get those things in there. I don't have a problem with that. Fighting the way that if, if it's peaceful and I can pray over those things and support those decisions as far as influence goes, I 100% agree That's with you. That's what I'm talking about, Tim. Yeah, but my, my problem is that I think what it use up, you, usually ends up happening is, especially with the attitude that it's being conveyed in, is that it's militant. It's when you start infringing on my rights, I'm going to start getting violent. Yeah. And that's what I'm hearing. I'm not hearing, let's peacefully go ahead and act the way that God tells us to act. Pray over our nation. Pray over our kids, even when the government tells me not to. I'm hearing, well, I'm afraid that if the government doesn't give me my rights, then we're not going to have them. And they're taking away my freedom. And I'm saying my freedom cannot be built into a human institution. It has to be built in Christ. Or it's not really freedom. I don't need permission to do what God's told me to do anyways. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I don't need to go and fight a political war to base a law built on the freedoms that I already have to begin with. That was the whole purpose for them getting away from England to begin with. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I digress. You you say that it's about 
maintaining influence. And I'm saying that that teacher has more influence in that rebellion than she did mandating a government to do what she was supposed to be doing to begin with. Like when she prays over that student, even though the government tells her not to, she's got more power in that decision than she does with an undergirded decision from the government. I agree. Yeah. I so, agree. But so many people are scared that they don't do it. Yeah. And that, I think that's why we're in the position that we're in. Sure we are. Yeah. And so just like Steve said that, you know, we were in a, we were put in a place where we had to put our kids in school because we work. Parents work. Two parents. Once they go to school, parents go off to work because government said you need to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the that's the way. The happy little farmer. He kept his kids at home. Yep. Taught them how to plow fields and be productive. I think we have enough time with our kids to be able to promote healthy standards, even with a two plus two math, all, all the things that are being taught. I can still come home and combat you wrong can, thinking yes. and be a good parent, even if I have my kids in school for that amount of time. No, the, yes, prob- you the can. problem is, is when kids start learning about sex, edu- sex education around at, five years old yeah, in and fifth that's, grade. That's, that's crazy. And the, same, and the same parents that are scared of the government is going to take away the freedom are the same parents that are scared to have the conversation with their kids. No, that's not true. There's, there's, I don't there's, agree yeah. with that at all, Tim. There may be a few when kids are in fifth grade, but I don't think fifth grade's not where you teach kids that. I'm sorry. Well, but even at home, at the age at that age, I mean, you can you and can argue the fact that well, kids are going to find out. Well, they're going to find out because they got devices now. Mm-hmm. They got influences outside the world yeah. that we've allowed. I know it's mm-hmm. we've allowed the influences. We haven't put the parental guidelines on it, mm-hmm. and it's all us. I agree. I'm not saying it. I'm saying you're right. We should be praying at home. Yeah, we should be teaching our kid the right way. Yes, live for Jesus. Yes, model it. Yes. I mean, model, yeah. yes, and not expect sure. the government to model it. Agreed. Well, they're not going to. No, they're not going. So to. why fight a political battle to make them do it? Because who, they're going to wait, shove wait, it down their throat. Fight still. the political if, battle. Are you talking you about bearing arms? And, no. If you could change the tide, why? Like, I mean, if if we could do what we can to turn the country around, yeah. why wouldn't we? Why not? What does it mean to turn the country around? To bring them back to God. Yeah. Yeah. It says under I God. I hundred percent agree with that. No, I'm yeah. not. I'm not arguing with you. I wish this podcast would reach every single person in the world, and they'd all listen to it, and they go, "Okay, look, we need to band together. We need to come back to Jesus, well, and Ch- let's go against the government." Ch- <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, saying that. What I'm saying is. I love you, Don. What I'm saying is that when when we 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 are more fearful about a document being infringed upon. Than we are about the nation turning to God. If we want a nation to turn to God, change starts where? Within Home. ourselves. Within each other. With, uh, with us. Yeah. Yeah. Right in the mirror. We yep. start here. Okay? Yeah. I don't need government to make a law concerning you to do what you should be doing in the first place. You, If you want a nation to turn to God, guess what you're going to do? You're going to turn to God. And I think that's how change happens. I don't think that I go to 
to Washington and say, listen, I want the nation to die. I've got a petition of 200,000 signatures that say the nation should turn back to God. Now, I know that oh. sounds really stupid, but that's yeah, the no. political battle that's that I'm talking stupid. about. You I, can do that if you want to. I think to. that sounds great. Why not? Do we have 200,000 audience members that would <laughs> yes. like to sign this petition? They would. Please come forward. My, 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 I, think it's a, church on I just think it's a colossal waste of time because the people that would sign those documents, I, 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 just generalizing the political war, usually when we sign those documents, it's philosophical. It isn't in truth. It's, I agree with this. I'm going to sign this document, but I'm not really implementing this on a day-to-day basis in my own life. If it was implemented on a day-to-day basis in our own lives, we wouldn't have the problems that we're seeing today in our culture. These problems would not exist if we were personally putting these things into practice with our kids, with us, with every part of our personal lives. We have to learn to govern ourselves before the government starts to take shape. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that going with a petition with 200,000, okay, great. But do you think that's going to change anything? Uh, and if you're not changing at home, then that's not going to make any difference at all. You, you signed a petition. Great. You got 200,000 people to join you. You wasted how many man hours going to Washington and presenting a 200,000 petition that they're going to look at. They're going to talk about it maybe a little bit, and then they're going to throw it in the trash. Do you know why? Because you're not doing anything about it at home, and they don't want to waste their time on that. They want to indoctrinate your kids to do something totally different than that. You're fighting against a system that is built itself up to make sure that the dilemmas that they deem necessary, even with media, they deem necessary are the things that you're going to take and and put your eyes on and fix your eyes on and fight those things instead of fighting the things that God's telling you to fight at home. That's that's what I'm talking about. When we talk about 1 Peter and, 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 and Romans 13, when we're talking about subjugate, subjugating yourself to rulers and the policies and the laws that are there, I, I, I'm not I'm not saying that those things are bad, but I'm saying that we need to quantify what we're putting our time to. If 200,000 petition signed for, for the nation to turn to God, which all of us can say, if we're not doing that at home, then what, what, what difference is that going to make to the government that doesn't care about those things? They don't even necessarily believe that the nation can turn back to God. In fact, they don't even think that there's a God. I've been talking to people that don't even think there's a God out there anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's a drop in the bucket, 200,000 petition sign to how many people that live in the United States? Billions. Millions. Billions. Bill, bill, bill. Billions. 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 I, I'm just saying, if we want change, our battle's not against flesh and blood, and yeah. it, our freedoms are not governed by a document that was signed back in 1776. They were given to us way before that. Jesus died to give us those freedoms and has given us things that he wants us to do in the Bible that we should be putting. It's in writing. I mean, it's it literally is in writing for us to do. And because we're fearful, I don't know. I can only speak for myself. But I found myself being entrenched in fear over what people are mandating or what people are saying that I have to do. And I set my eyes on the fear instead of setting my eyes and fixing my eyes on the author and the perfecter of my faith. That's right. You and don't, don't set your eyes on the fear. That's no. right. But no, I'm it, not saying anything about fear. I think he was pointing that out because you put so much emphasis on the Constitution of Rights. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm saying that anybody. Okay. So, just real quick. Um, it's nowadays, uh, if you were in a school and um, uh, Grayson was five years old and he had a teacher telling him, you can, you know, if you don't want to be a boy today, you can be a girl. 
you want to be a girl today, or you can just choose who you want to be. Yeah. You know, do you think he would address that, maybe? Would I talk to the teacher? Yeah. Sure. Okay. And That's freedom, your part. Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. Yeah. I would educate him at home. Uh, yeah, of course you educate him at home. And I would talk with my son at home, yeah. even if he's five years old. I would still have that conversation. Yeah. And, Okay, and but, then they say, then he has, and then I would go to the teacher and talk to him. And what if his teacher got onto him because he didn't say they to that boy over there that thought he that said he's not a girl or a boy, he's a they now, and he got in trouble and he got detention because he didn't call her a they. Well, then I would teach my son that that's probably going to end up having a lot mm-hmm. and that he needs to get used to being in detention. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, why, why just let that happen? I mean, if you can do something about it. That's what I'm and saying. You're saying that because mm-hmm. of the constitution. That's what the constitution's there for. So we can do something about it. We can, we can do something about it, and we can do something about it. Definitely at home. That's our first priority. First line of defense. First line of defense. First line is always of defense at home. is home. But why let them hear it there whenever we can make it where they don't have to? But you're taking a a, a very personal thing that happens to a personal person in my personal life. That if I have done the things that I'm supposed to do at home, they will be prepared. I agree to handle those things. I agree. Number they one should be prepared. Yes, but you don't understand. You can still tell them, but they can be. So, you have a strong influence, but they have a lot of strong influence there. You don't realize you're fighting. Why have to fight that battle every day? If you don't, if you can come to a place where you don't have to fight that battle at home and at the school, if you can. Do your um, if you don't want them teaching that, why let them? If you don't want to teach them that, hey, you're white, you got special privilege, and this, you know, why, why let them? Well, everybody's equal. I'm going. I don't know how much control I have over what. Even if the schools, I mean, you could pull your kids. That's the smartest thing to do. Yeah. So I'm. I'm assuming that you want me to. But if you can't, do your. I mean. Go before the board. Do, do, do what you, you can do. Do you want me to answer, or do you just want to no, rhetorically sorry. question it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I understand that you're passionate about it. I'm glad that you are. Yeah, my, I'm very my, passionate about this. My, my question is... Because I don't like my kids being all messed up in the head with all this stuff that they have to shove down their throats. I think it's the hardest time right now to be a kid. I'm sorry. They have to be... Well, it's just as hard to be a parent. Yeah, you it's very hard to be a parent. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Because you're com- you're constantly combating what their culture is trying mm-hmm. to teach them, and you're teaching them the truth, but they're seeing the lie all the time, and then it's it's hard, very hard. Go ahead, Tim. No, I'm. I just. I think. I know that this is not the, what we're seeing. And what's being truthful out. The Holy Spirit has a way of piercing between all the BS that's being taught our kids and we'll reach that. I agree. I don't put my trust in that system. I agree. And so if I'm relegating my action based on the fear of what they're teaching my kids versus relegating my action to what I need to be teaching my kids. Uh, I agree. I need to be the change, not force others to to change. change. Hold on. You didn't hear me. I said you need to be the change, not force others to change. Do you understand what I just said there? Yes. Everybody needs to hear that and write that down and put it in their letterhead. Be the change. I agree. Be the change, not force others to change. 
Okay. The world is going to, yeah, I did. I'll say it five more times if I need to, to make sure that people hear me. What I'm saying is that if we are not implementing the change in our own lives, of course the world isn't going to. Yeah. Okay. So what you're seeing is a product of the decision-making processes that we've seen for how many years? I know. Okay. Number one. Number two, I trust the Lord to be able to pierce through the the darkness with his Mm -hmm. light. Yeah. So although, look, the world's going to be dark. It is. Yeah. When when the when the apostles and the uh, the, the the first martyrs were walking the earth. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't fault Peter for not being there and speaking out to Paul about holding the or Saul about holding the coats. I just don't fault him. I know that the world is going to do everything they can. Don't be surprised when men hate and revile and say all sorts of evil yeah. things about you. Don't be surprised. Yeah. Okay. Jesus didn't. In fact, he even said, "Don't defend yourself." The Lord is your defender. The battle belongs to the Lord. Okay. Well, if those are all true, and I believe what the Lord is saying, yeah. where does my trust lie? Do I need to rise up in arms and look? I'll defend the innocent. If my son's being taught something, I'm going to teach him at home. I'm going to. I agree with all those things. Yes. But you also, you know, what I'm talking about. Every one of you have heard these sentiments, and they're rising up underneath the surface. Where I mean, I'm going to rallies and I'm hearing this thing. I'm, I'm seeing F Joe Biden. I'm I'm seeing sentiments of where they think they could come and take my guns. Just let them. Let them try. Let them try. They think they can give me a vaccine. Just let them try. I'll get my gun and shoot that. I've heard them. Let them yeah. send a guy to my doorstep with a shot. And I'll bring my gun and varnish my gun. And I'm going, dear God, no wonder we're in the state that we're in. <laughs> we put all of our trust in an amendment, a second amendment that said, if they take that away, then we're screwed. Where's Jesus fit in all that? Where does our trust in the Lord and all that stuff? And the world is looking for us to react a, a specific way. If we say our hope and our foundation and our faith and our love is built on Jesus Christ, but don't take away my guns. Why? What are we scared of? Well, I'm scared that if they take away our gun, that, that the government might have act out in tyranny. We need to protect that right. No, we need to trust the Lord. They're going to take it away. They're going to take away our right to purchase. They're going to take away our right to gather. They're, so What? That's my point. Trust the Lord or die. I think that's that's inherent in the Bible. Do I think that we fight the battles that we can? Yes. And to, to Joanna and Steve's point, absolutely. But if your well-being and your, your emotional well-being especially is tied to whether or not the government undergirds your decisions, I, I'm going to tell you right now, you are built on sinking sand. And you're going to be upset a whole lot. It's just going to happen. They're going to infringe on it. They're going to overreach. It's going to happen. It's it's prophesied. It's going to happen. I know. So I, I just think we're fighting battles in a way. Why do we do it? We we, I think we do it because we are scared to death that those rights are going to be taken away. But at the end of the day, they're not really being taken away. They're just removing the undergirding of government, right? Uh, and and again, I say that, that's digressing to the place of we need to choose what is going to be the most valuable use of God's given time to us. Is it fighting against the school board? It could be, if that's what the Lord tells you to do. Yeah. Or is it implementing that structure in your home? Is it making sure that you're being diligent to not give that power to the school system that you should be implementing at home? I don't know. That's for y'all to decide. My my personal belief is that we, we need to be governed by what the Lord is telling us to be governed by, politically especially, and fight those battles. So, all right. 
Good conversation. <laughs> do we have a song today? We do. Oh, what's our song? And now? it's lighthearted. Is this it? how we fight Yay. our battle? I can't. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm That's getting things one. pulled there off of. Battle. I think this is. I'm getting things pulled off of uh, YouTube because I'm using um, people's other people's stuff that I don't Uh-oh. have permission to use. Oh, yeah, shame. yeah. So I'm gonna go get a petition signed that says mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about. It. No, I'm kidding. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna listen I'll to this song. It. This is called "What's Your Friend" by uh, Fate Strange. This song was written by accident. Uh, came off of a riff that we were doing it in worship practice um and it wasn't supposed to happen but it happened so we're going to enjoy this hope you guys enjoy it and uh, we'll be back in just a second No 
Hi, everybody. So, obviously, we've had a really nice and um, passionate talk conversation. here. Conversation. Yeah. That was a conversation. That's that's one of the things mm. that I love about Crossroads is that we could come and have different views. Obviously, I, I'm, I'm passionate about the way I feel. Mm. Steve's passionate about the way he feels. Yep. I'm not necessarily sure because I'm not sure you guys got too many words in edgewise between me and Steve. But I would, I would <laughs> sorry, guys. That's that's just conversation. That's, that, that's the way the PT podcast is supposed to happen, guys. That's that's. I'll be quiet next time. No, you won't. No, I like no, it. When I like Steve it. Gets no, Steve. Yeah. I was just thinking about all the the guns I got to clean. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going camping? You're not hearing. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going <laughs> camping, camping with somebody that he doesn't he's, like. He's going camping with his wife. <laughs> be oh, dangerous. No. Oh, be careful. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one he's chained to. That's we, annoying. All, not oh. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, you, that wasn't That's why sense. I didn't choose oh. that one? No, it's good. You're not hearing me say that you should not protect your family. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't fight for the Lord. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I'm saying that there is a right and a wrong way to fight. There are things that you be subjected to, and there are things that you don't let define your freedom. And I, I think there are mistakes that are being made on all fronts, my, me included. I'm, I'm sure that my way of looking at this is there there are flaws in the, even that way of thinking because these are such when we're talking about vaccines and talking about it's all become political mm-hmm. things that weren't political 10 12 15 years ago are yeah. now political, political issues yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's hard because all of us think we have the right answer to those things i, I we have got to be diligent to measure our actions and our words and our lives on the basis of jesus yeah. He's got to be the measuring tool. Love yeah. has got to be the guiding premise for all activity. Otherwise, we're gonna we're gonna be in really bad shape. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the whole point. Anyways, let me let me say again: these are not necessarily the reviews that are that are expressed, you know, from everybody that's in crossroads. We're just all four of us have different opinions about certain things, yeah. and I'm sure that as time goes on, we'll have different opinions as we go on. But that doesn't mean that we love each other any less. Steve has gotten used to me, anyways, being controversial and yep. really ruffling his feathers over the years. <laughs> so he's able to <laughs> to hang with yeah, over skin. there. Yeah. <laughs> so and uh, these guys that Todd Todd has Todd probably has been around me less than the, all the rest of them, but most of them know that. I, I like to argue. So yeah. the, the, Tim has yes. a way of making you say, mm, well, maybe. Could be right. <laughs> or you just flame, flat out saying, no, you're, you're stupid. Wrong. Yeah, you're stupid. You're wrong. No, you're wrong. You're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> he just has a really interesting way of, of thinking where he, he, he has, he doesn't just look at things one way. He, he has so many different perspectives. He, he, he lets you, uh, to help you understand maybe what he's talking about. I yeah, love that about him. Because sometimes I don't even know what I'm talking about. But it's, <laughs> it's I like, like it. I like it. You go, percent. You, no. You're really good about, you know, hey, just letting people see it from all perspectives. Well, I, so I, that's a that's a gift. Here's my you thing. You must unlearn what you have planned. That's my that's my <laughs> thing. So please please don't think that any of us hate each other here. That's not what happens. But we are we are having the conversation for you to make sure that you understand that there are different ways of thinking about this. I love things. you, Tim. And making sure that just because yeah, I love you too, sweetheart. That was perfect. Steve, just Steve? For everybody knows Steve? that was Steve. So, so many issues right there. I would have said it. I think I had manly. too much coffee. 
Well, there's a whole pot out there. Ooh. And I'll probably drink some more after this is over. Anyways, uh, just to make sure that you understand that there are different ways of looking at this thing. And hopefully you have more of a holographic understanding of Romans 13 in context. We're not talking about being governed by Hitler. Obviously, we know that we need to revolt against those things. But sometimes it's a little bit more nefarious than that. Let the Lord be your guide. Let yes, Holy Spirit yes. be your measurement. Let love be the measuring tool. That's the whole point. In fact, every time that we get done with a podcast, I think mm -hmm. we're all coming down to that is yep. let love be the guide. Um, yes. 1 Corinthians 13, guys, along with Romans 13, 1 Peter 2, that's the character. That's the yes. whole character of the Lord is love. Um, so I, I want to tell you again how thankful we are for the opportunity to be able to enter into your lives by way of this podcast. Thanks for listening in. Um, and uh, again, we're going to be bringing in Scotty G. That's my work partner in crime. Next week, we're going to be talking, tackling the subject of was Jesus Republican, Democrat or neither? And I'm going to tell you. That is going to be a stinking hot topic. If he was here today, it would have been a hot topic because you think Steve gets passionate. Holy well, corn. Well, he shouldn't want a Democrat. <laughs> so, uh, oh my gosh. Anyways, so I'm sure next week will be one that will go down as. Democrats. <laughs> Lord have just mercy. We're going to get kicked off. Yeah, I, he's already been racist today. I'm just saying. I'm saying. Steve's on a roll. So, uh, listen, uh, we have a, 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 a 17 year old boy um, in van. His name is Dominic Baumgartner, um, mm. who went down with a seizure. Oh, no. Um, mm. And uh, went to the hospital, and they found acute leukemia in his brain. He is not in good shape. In fact, if they take him off the ventilator today, they're saying that he will die without the Lord um, oh, coming through. Mm -hmm. Our prayers go out to the Baumgartner yes. family. Um, and we want to let you guys know that even through these conversations that we are still, we, we want to we want you guys to know wow. that we're, we, we love you guys and we're praying for you. If there's anything that you guys need, let us know. Um, and you guys at home be praying for the bomb Gardner family. Yes. I don't know when you're going to be listening to this and I don't know what the outcome of today is, but I know that God is good and uh, that he's going to to do what is best. So um, you guys just be praying uh, for the bomb Gardner and, and Dominic and hope mm -hmm. that the Lord just does something incredible, miraculous here. Um, and also just to end this thing out, if you have an idea for something that you'd like to hear us talk about, you can email me at tim at timlutch.com. Once again, that's tim at T-I-M-L-E-T-S-C-H.com. Let me know what you'd like to hear. But it's been a great conversation. It's been heated. I'm going to say it's been heated and passionate. Yeah. But hopefully that doesn't turn you I'm off. and you'll you finally sat back down. <laughs> you know, I had my gun out because, you know, I'm oh, just no. kidding. No, I'm playing. It's been a great conversation. And I hope that you join us next week. But until then... This is Todd Bergen. This is Steve Howard. This is Joanna Bowles. And this is PT signing off. If no one has told you, God loves you and so do I. I hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you later. Mm -hmm.